So the real question is this. How would an entrepreneur like us, who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire, join Usheruf as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning. All right, welcome back to the Focus on Winning podcast. My name is Ashraf. So as we know, 2020 has been a crazy year ever since January. Most of them were related to global issues, right? And and we know that the most famous thing that happens in this year is the virus, right? The virus that affected most of people, a virus that make people go to the lockdown. And it's called COVID-19, which which stands for Coronavirus Disease 2019. And this virus is so powerful that it causes every country to be in a lockdown for so many days, including in Malaysia. You know, here in Malaysia, because I live in Malaysia, uh, in Malaysia, we, uh, we initially have 14 days of lockdown. And when it almost ended, the government decided to extend it for the next 14 days and then, and then the next 14 days until until i don't know until the 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 end of the year you know from imagine uh, getting locked down from march until december 2020 oh my gosh that was that was a long period of lockdown imagine staying in a house for um 10 months right 10 months for, from from march to december yeah i guess it was 10 months even most of my friends and families have a day they had to learn and work from home they and some of them who is who has the office job who just work in an office they just you know they just uh, stay in a house and uh, doing the laptop thingy <laughs> right and also my friends they also study in their house too and w- when the lockdown happens people were losing a job and their business you know especially in the retail store and also the brick and mortar company they they uh, had to shut down their company their business because you know people don't go there often so i don't know how how it happens but a lot of my my a lot of business that i see in my local area had to shut down they had to close their store i don't know what happens i i guess they they just had to close it right and and also this year only there were thousands of people not only thousands there were millions of people who died because of the the virus infection this virus is so powerful okay so powerful that we had to stay in a house doing everything that we could to stop the the change of virus so all right let's just stop there okay let's just stop there we all know what happened in 2020 so let's just stop there and i'm going to conclude in conclusion it was a crazy year 2020 was a crazy year and that's all you need to know (laughs) that's all you need to know so what are my takeaways from this what did i learn from 2020 so first off we are entering a new era right that means that means we need to change the way we live and this is a new norm okay we are entering a new norm and we have to wear masks whenever we go out and we also have to scan the code whenever we want to to enter the shop right and also we have to check the temperature before entering a shop right i don't know uh if 
your country does that but but here in Malaysia we have to check our temperature we have to scan the barcode to to check for the attendance so so that we can track our our location history kind of like that right so <laughs> you know i remember the first time i went outside to to the grocery store after two weeks of the announcement of lockdown I I remember I had I had to wear a mask. I had to wear a long sleeve shirt because I didn't want a virus to attack my arm something. <laughs> right? And also I I I wear a jean pant. Okay, that's that's not necessary. <laughs> And another one is a, a pair of hand gloves, okay? Because because I I I need to touch a lot of things there, so I, I need to wear a, a pair of hand gloves. So there are a lot of things I wear. I wear a, a mask. A long sleeve shirt and a hand gloves, and whenever I go out, I feel like I was about to enter a new planet, <laughs> or you know, a new place that I am not supposed to been been to. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, it was it was it was weird for me to wear all this stuff. And not only is it about going outside, but it was also about doing everything online. I mean, almost everything becomes available online. You know, the store that has no online website, they had to they had to set up their online website to be able to uh, make the, the the store available for people that want to order their stuff, right? So they had to set up online. They they had to learn everything about website, about traffic thing, right? Almost everything becomes available online. And also, I bought most of the food using a delivery service like Food Panda. You know, it was it was kind of like Uber, but instead of bringing people, they just brought food. Also, my college was going online too, and all the schools were going online too. You know, like everything was. Operating in an online world, so that means everyone had to stay home, right? They have to study online, they have to work online, they have to, you know, submit everything online. That's that's the best part for me because I am used to doing everything online. So and and I'm more comfortable with that. So I have no problem with online. But the problem that I see is from the lecturers or maybe people that have never used online thing. Right, they have to learn a lot about how to set up this thing, how to use that, how to uh, use social media, how to use you know uh, paid ads, kind of like that. How to record a video, how to record a podcast, all this stuff. They have to learn that thing because we are entering a new era, like I said. And I'm aware that some lecturers may not be used to being online, and yeah, <laughs> like like my. A lot of my lecturers, they need to learn how to set up a Zoom call, how to talk uh, in front of the in front of the mic, how to talk in front of the screen and camera. So a lot of le- lecturers face the the problem of not getting engagement when teaching online. That's what I see from the most lecturers. But but hey, we need to adapt to this thing, right? Because this is a new era. <laughs> I've been saying this a lot. Okay, so this is a new era. This is a new norm. Welcome to the new norm, guys. And we need to adapt this, just like water. Oh yeah, just like what Bruce Lee said, right? Be water, my friend. You know, uh, if if a water comes into a teapot, it becomes a teapot. And and if uh, if water comes into a cup, it becomes a cup. And if water if the water comes into 
the jar it becomes a jar you know kind of like that i i, I don't remember the exact words he said you know you can search it up on google about what bruce Lee said about the water thing it was really inspiring to hear that so the first lesson was we need to adapt to everything we need to be adaptable to any situation this is also applicable to business and also relationship you have to know what kind of what kind of behavior is suitable for that situation in this case there there are virus out there so the situation that we have to be fit in we we just have to uh, stay at home and we just do everything online we just operate operate in an online world okay so one of the ways to adapt to this situation is just stay at home do everything online and and we are safe okay so and also whenever we want to go out just wear a safety suits no not suits just wear a safety outfits like masks okay and and a, a hand gloves all that stuff so that's the first lesson now moving on to the second thing the second lesson is your network is your net worth so i always heard this phrase a lot before but i never knew how it really works I only know how important it is to have more networks and to have more connection, to have more friends. I know how, how how important it is. We can just ask for help uh, later on in the future, right? I mean, I have no idea how to apply this to a real world situation. And I had no idea how powerful it was until one day. One day, something happened to me. And I feel like this is how we apply this, okay? So here's the story. You know, a couple months back, I got free courses that people sell for hundreds of dollars and they gave it to me for free. Yes, they gave it to me for free. Uh, that, that happened to me a couple months back and it happened to me recently. One of the members in the Dream 100 group, you know, he asked the group the difference between the Dream 100 challenge and the Dream 100 launch course. Okay, so he was about to invest in idea of this course, but he still, he was still confused which course is better, right? So he asked that. He asked something like, hey, what's the difference between uh, Dream 100 Challenge and Dream 100 Launch course? And, and surprisingly, no one answered it. <laughs> no one answered it. And I look at the date it was posted. It was 17 hours ago. Oh my, no one answered that question. What happened to this group, right? So I, I, I feel like I have a moral obligation to answer that question. So I click the comment button and I type everything I know about those scores. And of course, I, I know, I know which one is better because I have read the, the reviews about it. I know, I know which one is worth you. Okay. So that's why I, I just answer everything I know. And because I, I really want to help him in decision making, I have no intention of selling in either of these course because I myself never invested in this course. I could never become an affiliate for the course that I have never invested in, right? So, so I just answer with everything I know. And the next day, he messaged me asking for more info about these courses. And I, I was being completely honest with him about just, just about anything. And he asked me like, have you invested in this course? And I said, no. Have you done this? I said, no. Have you read his book? I said, yes, and this and that. You know, there, there are a lot of questions he really asked me. Wow. And at the, at the end of the conversation, I end up recommending him 
a dream 100 book instead you know because before that i i recommend him the the course but after knowing what what he really needs i thought okay what about just buy the, the book which is the dream 100 book and and then he said okay thank you sure and then boom that's it <laughs> Now that's not the best part. The best part is the next few weeks he messaged me again giving me all the reviews about the Dream 100 book and also the Dream 100 course. Yes, the Dream 100 course. He bought that course. I was so surprised that he actually bought the course even after I recommend him a book. So after, after giving all these comments, you know, he, he messaged me about uh, his experience in the, with, with the course and I said, wow that's nice that's very great that you have experienced and you invested in yourself you know kind of like that and then he stopped and then he asked me would you like to get access to the course and i was like oh my gosh did you seriously ask me that <laughs> i mean i mean duh of course i want to okay and but i didn't say that obviously but i just simply said yeah sure and he actually gave it to me oh my he actually gave the access the the course that then i charged for hundreds of dollars he gave it to me for free oh my i was so, so surprised at that time i couldn't believe he gave me that course now i was so happy at that time i was so amazed and i just say thank you back <laughs> and he said yeah th thank you for helping me in decision making and some sort of like that now that's the best part <laughs> And that's what happens when people like and trust you for helping them out. And, you know, keep in mind, we have never met each other. We just, we, we just met in the group and he asked question. I just, you know, I, I was there to help him out. And then we became friends. So that's one of the stories of how you can leverage the, the connection that you have right now. And one of the ways is you can get free things that they bought and they can share it with you. Isn't that cool, right? And in fact, there are a lot of courses that I got for free from people that I have connected with. They bought it and they, they apply it, they, they learn from it, they apply it and they, they feel like, hey, I want to share it with Ashraf. So, you know, <laughs> and also there are also one of my friends uh, that's, that make a course, a free course that they want to sell it for maybe hundreds of dollars and they give it to me for free to test it out so that's also one of the benefits from the, the the connection that you have you can get free things from them i'm not i'm not saying that i i'm connecting with them to to get some free things i'm saying that that's the benefit of having more connection okay so there you go the second lesson your network is your net worth okay so moving on to the third one so the third one is building like and trust so people want to do business with you. So from February to September 2020, I was being consistent with my publishing schedule. I, I managed to publish a podcast every week. I publish Facebook posts every week. And I also managed to post many things in my Instagram. So that I, I was being consistent with my publishing schedule because I didn't have any any restriction back then i didn't have i didn't have to study back then i didn't have tests back then okay so that's why i i managed to to be consistent with my publishing schedule so here's what happened when i being consistent and you know i publish facebook posts every week 
And I think I, I posted like twice a week. So one on Monday and another one on Thursday. So in that post, I always talk about podcasts all week because I, I really like it very much. So I, I talk about it. Even though it's not, uh, it's not about podcasting, I managed to relate that topic into podcasting back, right? So everything I did must be related back to, to the podcasting. Since I always talk about podcasts all week, all day, and there was, and there was no week that I didn't even mention podcasting in my post. <laughs> I know that's crazy, right? And what I did also, I, I engage, I comment, and do, do stories and all this stuff in my Facebook. Up until September, I had a lot of people reach out to me just about anything they reach out to me you know some of them reach out to me just to say hey thank you for sending friend requests and also thank you for accepting the friend request and we you know we kind of introduce ourselves there after after accepting friend requests and uh, there are also some people that reach out to me to for a podcast interview and also some people reach out to me for just to connect with me. And also there are people that reach out to me for asking about podcasting. They wanted to know more about podcasts because I talk about it a lot. Like really a lot. If you look back at my, at my post in, on my Facebook profile, you will see that every post that I, I, I wrote, it was all about podcast. <laughs> I know, I know I'm so into podcasting that I could not stop talking about it. <laughs> And the, the thing is, the thing is, when people reach out to you and asking more about podcasts, I, I encountered this one problem, which is I didn't know how to close. I, I did not know how to close them. I mean, they are already a prospect, but I didn't know how to qualify them to be the right client, right? Because I didn't know how to close back then, okay? I also didn't know how to talk to the to the potential client. I just, you know, asked whatever question I felt was the right one because I really want to help them, but I didn't know what question to ask. Okay, so I end up not closing them. I end up just letting them go. I end up giving them the, the resource and I'm not sure. I wasn't so sure if that's that if that was the resource that they really wanted and hopefully hopefully i did help them because uh the last time i asked them i asked hey uh uh did you did you find did you find it helpful and they said yes okay so i assume it was so i assume it did help them right so yeah i was really bad at closing <laughs> and now that i've now that i've learned it i have some training to it and i have kind of and i know what question to ask after this so i'm ready to close more prospect okay i'm ready to close more prospect and anyway that's that's another point the point is people that reach out to me they were really interested in my offer they just they just want to know more about it they just want to ask question and and also they reach out to me because they like my personality and they they trust me because how confident I was in the in the post and they can also smell the the passion in me in podcasting that's why they reach out to me they like my they they like my post right so that's why you have to build trust you have to build like in order to do more business with people okay and the fourth lesson I learned is you have to love the process so you can become the master of your game. So one of my game is 
podcasting and I was so into it and just like I, I mentioned earlier. But the thing is, I was really bad at it. I, I mean, I was really bad at asking questions. I was bad at interviewing people. I was bad at speaking English. I was struggling with connecting with the guests in the middle of the interview. I was bad at everything. I was really bad at everything in podcasting. It wasn't my talent. It was not my talent. I did not know how to use my tonality to to bring to bring excitement in the in the rock recording process. You know what I mean? You know, it wasn't my talent after all. But because I love the process, I keep improving it. I keep, you know, improve one thing at a time. I, I, I saw some flaw and I improved that thing and I saw this flaw. I, if I fix that one thing at a time, but I felt like it was still not enough. So one day I, I stumbled across a podcast episode from Pat Flynn. You know, I only know him from YouTube, but I never listened to his podcast back then. So in January, in January 2020, I started listening to his podcast. Uh, I would say that it was a life-changing moment. And I really like his style of structuring the episode. So I model his podcasting style, like the, the way he asks questions, the way he tells stories, the way he closes the episode. And I can say that I model a lot of things from him. <laughs> and after adjusting his style to my style, now I know how to have a great conversation with the guests i know how to have uh, I, i know how to connect with the guests you know not just asking questions but also have a discussion with them and that's way more powerful than just asking questions than just interviewing them right anyway what i'm saying is if you could give me one minute to talk about anything i would choose podcasting as my main topic because I love it and I'll talk just about anything that is related to podcasting, okay? Because I, I love it so much and that's how big my passion is in, in the podcasting area. And I also have interviewed a lot of podcasters out there to, to learn more from them, how they do things, how they how they interview people, how 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 they grow their podcast. And yeah, that's the, the fourth lesson. You have to love the process in order to become a master at your game. Before you play any game, you have to, you need to develop a winning mindset. That means you need to know that I want to become a master at it. Okay. Don't just learn things for the sake of learning things. You have to have a winning mindset before committing into doing that thing so that you can become a master at it. And now the fifth lesson is If you want to accelerate your success, you need to invest in mentorship. So as you know, this year I just invested in a mastermind and that was my first time ever joining that kind of group because I have never, I've never invested in this kind of thing, you know, and I've seen people always mention mastermind change their lives. Mastermind is better than books, mastermind is this, mastermind is that. You know, there are a lot of things that I always heard people keep talking about mastermind. So I feel like, okay, I'm going to find one and invest in one. And 
luckily i found one from one of my friends zeki ahmed and by the way i made an episode about five questions you need to ask before investing in a mastermind in episode 51 so make sure to check that out if you haven't already so you can ask the right question before investing in in maybe in a course or maybe in a book or maybe even in the higher level of mastermind right so check that out episode 51 five questions to ask before investing in a mastermind all right back to the topic so after a few days of joining it i was so blown away by how much values they were i mean the values in the mastermind was so much for me and and one of one of them is i get to talk with my mentor one-on-one so they can help me more about it they can know my problems they they can help me find the, the shortest path they can help me you know solve any kind of a problem and also i get to talk with other members who are high level than me and that means i can also see how their business works behind the scene you know imagine a seven figure business plan laying out in front of you oh my gosh i could not comprehend how awesome it was okay i literally see the the business plan that they are going to execute i was so amazed by that that was my that was the first time i saw it okay this this is my first time in a mastermind so of course everything is new to me everything is is amazing to me so you have to you have to understand that okay <laughs> so if 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 my excitement is too high um that's because maybe it was my first time doing it okay so long story short now i have a clarity and a right planning for my business i know which direction to go and i know uh what what plan do i have to execute after this all because of the mastermind okay and also finally i get to say mastermind really does change my life oh finally i said it i said it now i can tell this to to other people that mastermind changed my life mastermind is better than this better than that <laughs> you know one thing about mastermind is you get to know the shortcut to success you you don't have to repeat the same mistakes like your mentor did you just apply what is already successful right the mentor or the other members will show you the the shortest path to success and they will also share with you their plans on how they they will execute their their lesson right so that's that's the best part the the accountability partner the 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 team the support that you can get from mastermind and that's one of the best lesson for me because now i know what's what's so amazing about mastermind So if you are considering in joining a mastermind, make sure to check the episode 51 so you can ask five questions before investing in one, okay? Now the sixth lesson is social media is your business asset. That means if you don't take care of it, you don't care about your business. Wow, okay, I I know I know that's too bold, but hear me out. So recently I just finished my exams that that I got from my college. I just finished my assignments and tests and all this stuff. So I can say that I just finished this semester, just 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 this semester and we will have a holiday for about 2 weeks after the 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 new year, right? And and I realized that I was I was so overwhelmed by assignments and tests 
and I could not check Facebook and Instagram. I could not check that out because if I did check it, I would I would be distracted by 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 the things that happening in the in the profile because if I keep scrolling it, I would see some exciting things and and I might get too distract distracted by by that thing and I and I would end up not studying at all. <laughs> so for for. For the whole two months, I did not check Facebook and Instagram. Maybe I did for some, for a few times, but I did not check for more than two hours. Okay, maybe once a week. Yeah, that's that was that was really bad, especially if social media is your main business asset. And I didn't post anything for two months. <laughs> I didn't post anything for two months except in the story. And I realized a few things has changed in my in my Facebook profile, and a lot of things are bad things. Which uh, and what I saw was my list of friends were getting lesser. People didn't reach out to me as often as before, and my Facebook stories got less views. Oh my, that that hurts. Okay, that it hurts to see that. <laughs> And now that I have finished the semester, I can put more effort into this again. I can finally post more things. I can finally publish more podcast episode. I can finally level up my my podcasting skill, my closing skill, my my copywriting skill, right? Because I need to write something on Facebook. So that's why copywriting is my skill also. So there you go. If your social media is your business asset, you have to take care of it. You have to grow it. You have to you have to really care about it as it depends on your life because it does <laughs> okay moving on to the last lessons so the final lesson that happened to me recently was overcoming fear of getting troll okay so recently okay not quite recently but it was like last month last month i post something on podcasting group it was a quote from johnny dumas from eo fire i interviewed him last time okay so i post a quote that he said before it was do not focus on getting bigger but focus on getting better okay so i post that quote in that group and after a while and uh, i got i got a thumbs up reaction and after that after like two hours or something i got the the love reaction okay that was quite acceptable for me i didn't care about getting that kind of reaction but the thing that really bothers me is that there were people that comment on that post and the the comment was can you stop posting this trash right kind of like that and i was like what this is not trash this is literally a quote from a seven-figure podcaster you can't just ignore this quote right because i saw that a lot of people in that group really wanted to grow their podcast without caring about their 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 sound production their podcast production right maybe they don't care enough about that they just focus on getting bigger and bigger and bigger right so i i put that quote just to remind them hey don't focus on getting bigger only but you have to also focus on getting better okay maybe get better at interview maybe get better at speaking maybe get better at storytelling right so that post is just like a reminder to to the people out there who really just focus on getting bigger and you know i end up getting trolls in that comment i got a lot of trolls in that post 
and I was really surprised that why why did you hate this post? It was just a quote, not a not an insult to a lot of people, right? And plus, this quote is kind of like a mantra from a seven-figure podcast earner, right? So I I didn't just create it out of thin air. And and when I got the first comment that say that, the one that say, "Hey, can you stop posting that trash?" Right? I I feel like wow. Really, this is a trash, <laughs> and I felt kind of triggered that people didn't accept that. And after a while, I got I I managed to overcome it. I I managed to just ignore it, let them talk whatever they want. Okay, there are also the people that 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 comment on that post that says, "Hey, thank you for reminding me." Okay, and there are some positive comments also, and and I just ignore the the negative ones. You know, we as a marketer, we need to be polarized. We need to be polarized in our message, in our, in our thing, so that we can have a haters and a lovers. Okay, because you know, there's a quote that says, "Love me or hate me." There's no money in between. Okay, and and yeah, that's true. That was my first time getting a troll. Uh, I don't. I'm not quite sure how many is out there that hate that post. I'm. I don't care actually. Because the funny thing is, every time I post something valuable in that group, I I never saw them commenting on my post or maybe even like it. And the reason I believe was if this troll only come to you when they see a post that that may sound stupid or that may sounds like, huh, this this is funny. I'm I'm gonna just troll them. I'm just going to make fun of it. Okay. So yeah, I think the trolls only come when they. They see a post that may sound stupid, but it's actually not. Okay, so my advice is just post it, just do it. Don't care what other people think, just do it. And I know it may sound easier said than done, but if you want to know how to overcome that fear and take action, you can check out my interview with Tristan Winnaker. In episode forty-six, where we discuss about how to take action, how to overcome fear, how to how to overcome the the trolls. Okay, so yeah, go check that out. Episode forty-six. So there you go, the top seven lesson I've learned in twenty twenty. Actually, there are a lot of things I've learned this year, but these are my top seven things. Okay, there are a lot of things I could share it here uh, on this episode, but. And I'm afraid that it will be longer. So, yeah, just seven things, and and I believe this will uh, help you in your business and life. And hopefully, you have a great plan for the next upcoming year. And I I really hope that you are doing well. And I really want to thank you for being my listeners and listen to the whole episode and and make it through this far. All right, so let's recap here. First, we need to be adaptable to any situation. Second, your network is your net worth. Third, you have to build like and trust so people want to do business with you. Four, you need to love the process so you can become the master of your game. Fifth, in order to accelerate your success, you need to invest in mentorship. And sixth, social media is your business asset. If you don't take care of it, you don't care about your business. And the seventh one, the last one is just do it. Just overcome your fear of getting trolled because that's how winners win. Okay, we are focusing on winning. We are the winners. So just do it. All right. 
So before we end here, I want to wish you a happy, healthy new year 2021. And hopefully this coming year will be the best year ever for us. And may the new year bless you with health, wealth, and happiness. Okay, so always remember, winners focus on winning. Until then, stay winning. Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you. 